This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You are on Saturday Magazine Joy 94.9 with uh, my co-host and fellow inquisitor, <laughs> Senator Dean Smith, um, Liberal from WA. Just before we have another little muse, Dean, we've got coming up uh, Darren Moir. Is it is it pronounced Moir or Moore? Moore. Moore. Yep. Uh, he's a, a farmer from uh, the Albany region, at region, but also treasurer of Albany Pride. Yep. Now, some people would say at Albany. No, Albany. 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 Okay, so yep. I won't, won't get that wrong. Followed by retiring uh, WA Labor Senator Louise Pratt. And then Lucy Falcoccio, founder of Broom Pride. So, uh, so as Sydney is uh, gearing itself up for its 46th Mardi Gras celebration, yeah, we're just—I thought we'd just sort of take us around the country to Albany and WA's far so there's southwest. Lots of, there's lots, lots of, of celebrations happening, and I know, think it's important that we, you know, keep the focus on Sydney and the rest of the country. Of course, no, absolutely. Um, so the first hour, Dean, we had, you know, we had a um, good chat. We spoke with another Senate colleague uh, who's retiring. You're going to outlast them all. Uh, Janet Janet Rice. I'm not going anywhere, just in case No, 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 no. So um, we spoke with Lord Mayor Sally Cap. Um, community Radio, your views. You're the Shadow Minister for Charities amongst... And what, competition. And, and competition. The and the Treasury. Hmm. Um, did you know that in its 31 years of existence, Joy has not received one dollar? A federal government assistance in any way, shape, or form. I was familiar because you had shared that point with me, and the observation I like to make, not just to Joy but to other organisations, I think it is great that people can stand on their own yes. feet. I think very, very important. I think it gives people you know, a huge amount of independence, gives them the opportunity to sort of you know, do their own thing. Unfortunately, when you know public money is attached to organisations, it comes with lots of regulatory controls. It comes with paperwork requirements. Even if it's offshore detention. Sorry, even if it's offshore detention. Or, but but you know, so I said so the question I like to ask people. You know, do you do you feel freer not having access to public money, or does it take the pressure off? Volunteers, particularly, you know, volunteering is a much more difficult task in our country than it has been for a long time because, you know, people are beset with natural disasters, uh, people are working longer, people have less flexibility in their in, in their working week. You know, you know it, it comes with pros and cons. And so I always caution people that if they can do it without public money, yep. I'd always make that the, prim- the priority. Yes, no, look, uh, I agree. And, you know, we have, uh, Joy has received, uh, you know, some some public money from the state government, as have many other LGBTQI organisations. Mm. Um, in terms of conditions, uh, often it is project-based. Mm-hmm. So we would, uh, we or other organisations would pitch a project. Where I think the federal government, the federal government, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the federal opposition support community broadcasting. Mm, yes, yep. Uh, 
support media diversity. Yes. Yep. And encourage volunteerism. And in the great scheme of things, um, the amount of money that the federal government puts into community broadcasting, not specific, obviously not to Joy, but uh, it's, it's actually quite small. And that, yes, I know there's a lot of demands, you know, on Treasury and everything. Mm. We're talking about really small amounts of money, but it's actually about signalling a commitment to volunteerism, signalling a commitment to community-based organisations, signalling a commitment to people who give their time and their labour to make Australia yes. a better place. Yeah. So, 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 so I totally accept that. And there's always, a, there's always a number of different ways to skin a cat. So if the public money was necessary to sort of sustain the organisation, that can be done a number of ways. Yes. And we've actually talked about the fact, why doesn't the federal government uh, better support organisations like Joy in terms of public health campaigns? Yes. Uh, the use of public it's money to, a good run question. to run advertising campaigns uh, through Saturday Magazine, through the, Joy, uh, through the Joy Network. I think that's a really, really valid point because it does strike me as rather strange that if the federal government is having sort of you know public health campaigns whether it be about domestic violence or mm. HIV AIDS whatever these why aren't they using a a medium like like joy mm. so i think in that regard i think there's a there's a case to be answered we've actually talked about this privately mm. yeah and uh, you know it's an on, it's an ongoing discussion and uh, challenge i would like joy in its 32nd year <laughs> to receive some support from the federal government, whether it is from the current government or whether it's from a coalition government, which if you were the minister, I'd be knocking on your door, let me tell you. And I'd be answering that door? Show me the money, Dean. I'd be answering that door. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be taking your calls. Um, so in terms of, you know, the the interviews that we do, the longer form interviews, they're actually a little bit rare on radio. Radio National do some, but... Uh, it's it's not something you find a lot of, and that's that's what we really enjoy. Well, I think what's important is you get to, and I do. I am someone who listens to Radio National a lot. Always have it sort of going in the in the background at home in Perth. But I think that uh, the power of radio for me has always been. I think you can hear a lot in someone's voice yes. in terms of how they choose to speak. Mm. I think it still is the very. I think it is still the most powerful medium. Um, I like it's actually a one-on-one -on -one discussion. Yeah, and I like the fact that you actually get a bit of a sense of someone's character. You get a bit of a sense of their, you know, their humour. How people choose to articulate themselves in words and in voice, I think, is still very, very powerful. And when we think about how do we motivate and enthuse people, whether it be volunteers or the electorate, I think the spoken word is still very, very important. I think the written word is still very, very important. And so, and I remember as a, as a, as a, as a, as a young kid, you know, staying up all night, writing my, you know, university assignments, I was one of these people that always had to have the radio in the background. Uh, and curiously, I always had late night talk back radio, which may not have been the most healthiest thing uh, oh. to do, but it did keep you in touch with kept me in touch with issues that were in the community, perhaps not those issues that were getting the attention on the 9 o'clock news in the morning or whatever the case was. So I think radio was a very, very powerful medium. King Charles. Hmm. We, 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 we never have a conversation without well, talking about constitutional monarchy. Well, you know, you, uh, Dean is a, a, a proud... I'm excited about it. I just worry all those... All those listeners that might be a bit bored by it. Uh, Dean is a confirmed, committed, Staunch, committed, committed monarchist enthusiast. Uh, 
I'm I'm not. Uh, I, I think, I'll, I think I'll Paul keep, might be. I think I'll Paul keep Dean be. company. I, I, uh, I am as well, Dean, so you're not alone in the studio. There here. we go. Great. Excellent. Well, you know, there's, there's a word which one can use, I believe, on how Prince Charles and oh, – sorry, King Charles and Prince William and others, and particularly the, the king, he often speaks in quite a sententious way. And that's spelt S-E-N-T-E-N-T-I-O-U-S. Whenever I hear a fancy word from someone, I always ask them to spell it yes. just to see if they really know it. Yes. Uh, well done. Which means given to moralising in a pompous or affected manner. How has the king been moralising? How has he not? Well, how has Prince William been moralising? I mean, I'm not making a comment on, on, on the substance of the issue, but just recently Prince William did make some comments about the Middle East yes. situation. Yep. Um, was that moralising? I think so. Hmm. Um, can I Can I just well, take... the old-fashioned constitutional monarchists, I would prefer it if they didn't talk about contentious political issues. Um, can I just change it slightly up there, Mac? I, what, do you, what do you think about the, the ill health of the king at the moment is a concern for everyone, and he's got to go through, obviously, some more medication to try and get out the other side. If something adverse did happen, do you think William's mentally prepared for the, the big job? Ooh, golly. Okay. Um, well, first is we would hope that the king stays... Returns to good health very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. Uh, would I like to see more of Prince William carrying out public duties? Yes. Would I like to see Prince William uh, a more active heir in waiting? Absolutely. Uh, of course, none of us are familiar with what might be happening with his wife, and he does have a young family. Uh, but unfortunately, and this comment will probably get me into a lot of trouble, um, these are very, very significant constitutional roles and um, the Prince William's first responsibility is to the Crown. Now, mm -hmm. that's going to get me into a lot of trouble, but that's just my old-fashioned no, really. things, you know. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a very considered answer, Dean. It's part of the job description. Yeah, no, I'm quite... I'm quite clear, quite, quite, quite firm about that. Yep. Here we go. Ooh, yep. um, well, Prince Harry, what should you know? Oh, no, no, come on, come on. I mean, he's he's fifth in line or something. No, I mean, no, he, no, he moves one, one. No, 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 no. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a Prince Harry fan. I'm afraid. No, not. No, at he all. speaks no, very highly no. of you. Our next great, <laughs> saved by saved by the guest. Thank you very much. Uh, so you are on uh, Saturday Magazine Joy ninety four point nine with Macca and Senator Dean Smith, who's very glad we've moved on from that segment. Coming up, uh, we've got more. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.